Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 76, an introduction to transceivers. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, double CCA and Cisco Press author. And in this podcast episode, I wanted to talk with you about transceivers. If we want to attach into a piece of networking equipment, maybe like an Ethernet switch, Sometimes we might need to connect in at a gig, sometimes maybe 10 gig. Maybe we want to use multi-mode fiber sometimes, sometimes single-mode fiber, maybe even CAT6 or higher. Well, the good news is with transceivers, we can, without having to power down the switch, because they're hot swappable, we can insert a transceiver into an available slot in an Ethernet switch, and then we can plug in whatever type of media that that transceiver accepts. The first transceiver that I worked with was... It might have been back in the late 90s or maybe the year 2000, but it was a GBIC transceiver. GBIC stood for Gigabit Interface Converter, and I would insert that into something like a Cisco Catalyst 6500 series switch. And it allowed me to take a couple of fibers, one for transmission, one for reception, and connect into that switch. And I could plug that GBIC into the supervisor engine on that Catalyst 6500, and that gave me a one gigabit connection into the switch. However, there's a newer form factor of transceiver out there now that's called SFP, which stands for Small Form Factor Pluggable. It's going to take up less real estate in your switch chassis. And these SFP transceivers, they're also hot swappable. And you might see a variation in the speeds at which they run. Typically, we think of an SFP as running at one gigabit per second, but that could vary a little bit. We might see these in different environments. We might see them in a data center, maybe running fiber channel. An enhancement to the SFP is an SFP Plus, which typically runs at 10 times the speed of an SFP. So it's common to see 10 gigabit per second SFP Plus transceivers. So commonly, think about 1 gigabit per second for the GBIC and for the SFP, and 10 gigabits per second, commonly, for the SFP Plus. But we can take it even a step further than that. We can have a quad SFP transceiver. That gives us four times the bandwidth of an SFP connection. So instead of having a one gigabit per second transceiver with a quad SFP, we commonly have four gigabits per second. Or remember the SFP Plus that ran at 10 gigabits per second commonly? We can have a quad SFP Plus running at 40 gigabits per second. And again, these transceivers can plug into a slot that accepts a transceiver in some piece of networking equipment, like an Ethernet switch commonly. And sometimes, like that GBIC that I told you I used to work with, there's a place to plug in two separate fibers. Again, one for reception, one for transmission. However, there's a newer technology coming along called a bidirectional transceiver or a bi-di transceiver. This allows a transceiver to receive and transmit over a single fiber optic strand. How is that possible? How can we send and receive over the same fiber strand? Well, it uses wavelength division multiplexing. The transmission and the receive traffic use different lambdas, different wavelengths. Or you could think of them as using different frequencies. For those of you that are mathematical, the formula is wavelength equals the speed in the medium, typically written as a U, lowercase u, divided by the frequency. So lambda, wavelength, equals lowercase u, speed in the medium, divided by lowercase f, which is the frequency. So you see that frequency is inversely proportional to the wavelength. The longer the wavelength, the lower the frequency. But these two different wavelengths that are being used can carry different traffic. We can be receiving on one wavelength and transmitting on another wavelength. The challenge is these bi-di transceivers, they're more expensive than the transceivers that take two fiber optic strands. 
So which one should we use? Well, there's typically a break-even point at which it becomes more cost-effective to use the BiDi transceiver. If you think about it, if we're connecting into a BiDi transceiver, we're only using one fiber strand as opposed to two fiber strands. So that's saving us on fiber optic cabling right there. And at some point in a design, the money you're saving on the fiber strands is hopefully going to more than compensate, depending on how long your fiber optic runs are, but hopefully it's going to more than compensate for the extra expense of a bi-dye transceiver. Just something to consider the next time you're doing a design and you have big fiber runs. With the money you save by reducing by half the number of fiber strands you need, would that money more than pay for the use of bi-dye transceivers as opposed to standard transceivers? That's a design consideration that you can think about next time. And by the way, this topic of transceivers, this is one of the many networking topics that's covered in my brand new video course that gets you prepared for CompTIA's new Network Plus exam, the N10-007 exam. And by the way, as a listener to the broadcast storm, I want to give you a big discount if you'd like to check out the entire course. It's sold by Pearson IT Certification, and I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can go to netpluscourse.com. Dot Kevin dot live. And the plus is actually spelled out P-L-U-S. Netpluscourse.kevin.live. Not dot com, but dot live. And I'll put a link in the show notes for you that'll take you over to the page. But when you're checking out, enter the discount code, and I'll put this in the show notes as well, but enter the discount code of Wallace50, W-A-L-L-A-C-E-5-0. And in that course, you'll be able to see pictures of different transceivers. And I think the runtime is like 17 plus hours. It has over 200 different videos and some practice exercises, so I think you'll love it. But again, that's netpluscourse.kevin.live. Use the discount code of Wallace50. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.